Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. This month's broadcast is sponsored by Johnson Connection Catering. If you need someone to cater your picnic, graduation party, or wedding reception, this is the company to call. They catered my daughter's wedding last June. The food was delicious. They did an awesome job. Their slogan is, meat so tender, you can gum it. If you would like the Johnson Connection Catering to cater your next event, please send an email to itsabouthimministries at gmail.com. I thank God for our sponsors. If you or your business would like to sponsor this broadcast, please send me an email at itsabouthimministries at gmail.com. I thank God for you in advance. May you and your business be blessed 100-fold. Well, I would like to invite you to the women, I would like to invite the women to the Mother's Day Breakfast and Prayer held at Harvest Prayer Center, 5062 Pike Plaza Road, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46254, on Saturday, May 13th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. noon. Evangelist Sandy Burris will be our speaker. Also, Everyone is invited to come on Mother's Day to hear this anointed Pentecostal woman of God from Melbourne, Arkansas. Please mark these two dates on your calendar. I look forward to seeing you in the house. Again, that is Harvest Prayer Center. I would like to continue to teach from Pastor Ivy Hillier's book, Reimagining, Jumpstart Your Best Life. I will continue from where I left off on chapter 16, Reimagining Mechanics of Behavioral Change. I will discuss the danger of failed attempts to change, three false beliefs of change, supernatural and purposeful change, and the pain tolerance level of change. Change is possible for anyone who is willing to put it to work. There is an ever-growing area of self-help health industry, which gives people false hope for change, whether it's substance abuse, weight loss, emotional stability, or some other behavioral modification. There is a proven biblical method that will produce lasting change. No one can change you regardless of how much money you pay them. Change only occurs when the person chooses to change and to do what's required to change. Generally, people who are addicted to food, sex, drugs, gambling, stealing, shopping, lying, or any other compulsive behavior know what is needed to change, but somehow are not able or willing to do so. Why is it that people don't make the changes they desperately need to make, even after making a decision to do so? All behavioral changes is not from devastating habits. Sometimes change is needed in our lives to effectively handle our relationships, emotions, and dreams. It is my desire that the principles you will learn today will assist you in redirecting your life toward positive, 
goals and attitudes. The danger of failed attempts to change. What happens at, at several failed attempts to change? When someone failed at change over and over again, that person feels that change is not possible. The emotional results of continuous failures are disastrous and debilitating. Those who have failed repeatedly see themselves as worthless. They see themselves as worth less and less and less after each failure. They perceive themselves and their situations as hopeless. They are hopeless that change is possible. False beliefs that associates with failure. And there are three of them. The first one, I cannot change because I've already tried to change and failed. The past failures reinforce negative self-image and thus stimulates the internal tracking system to keep that person defeated. The attempt to change moves him outside of his comfort zone, thus producing anxiety attacks. Number two, the false belief number two, it is not my responsibility to affect change in my life. I have employed others to change me. Now, this misconception that it becomes the responsibility of those that I have employed to change me destroys the motivation to change. The thinking that my behavior is not responsible, is not my responsibility, does not provide the appropriate stimuli to pr produce change. And number three, I am not as bad as it seems. It really doesn't matter if I change or not. This attitude leads to despondency and does not empower you to change. After all, you are not as bad because you know others who are worse off than you are. So change. There are two types of changes that we must make or that we can make. One, spectacular supernatural change or purposeful change. In the Bible, there are many accounts of people who experience changes in their lives. There are occasions where God supernaturally intervenes through a dramatic experience that impacts the belief system in such a way that change is immediate. Then there are occasions where change was not an immediate result of divine intervention, but rather a result of purposeful effort. Purposeful effort can be either assisted by faith in God or psychological coaching. Coaching. The occurrence of the spectacular supernatural experiences that produce change seems to be the exception and not the norm. The Damascus Road experience for the Apostle Paul or the earth-shaking jail opening experience that the Philippian jailer had both were spectacular supernatural experiences that God willed to happen. However, this does not minimize the work of the Holy Spirit who, when given access to the human spirit at new birth through a conscious act of the will, continues to work to effort to change. According to Bishop Hilliard, the Holy Spirit speaks the language of the belief system, or better stated, the language of the human spirit that houses the conscious. The conscious is the biblical term used for what we have called in this writing, the belief system. 
He continues to say that change can occur through the work of the Holy Spirit in cooperation with a human effort that is not dramatic and spectacular, but just as effective. In Romans 12, 2, it states, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind. Bishop Hilliard says, truth revealed to me directly from the Holy Spirit or indirectly from the Holy Spirit through the inspired scriptures is the same. How I respond to the truth I know will determine the results I receive. Negative change can take place the same way when false information invades one's thinking contrary to the express will of God, Satan and evil spirits have access to our thought process, but cannot take control of our thought life. The Bible called these destructive thoughts, fiery darts in Ephesians 6, 16. And on another occasion, it calls them imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And this is from 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Repetitious thinking on these negative thoughts will cause doubt and unbelief, which can alter one's belief system. Any alteration in one's belief system will eventually cause progressive changes in the behavior of the individual. Your thinking has a great impact on your life. It is a given that if you correct and positively alter your thinking, you will change your life. If we understand how to cooperate with God and how he has engineered us to function, then we can make purposeful change in our lives. In Luke 15, the parable about the uh, prodigal son is a good example of where the son was tired of the bad decisions he made and decided it was time for a change. Let us read Luke 15, 14 through 24. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to the citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields of the field of the field to feed swine. And he would vain and he would vain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy higher servants. And he arose and he came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fattest calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For my son was dead and is alive he was lost and is found, and they began to be married. Perhaps this is you today. You have strayed away from God to do your own thing, wasting money, living an ungodly, ungodly lifestyle, 
But now you have come to yourself and realize it is time to come back home to God. Finally, you are at the point where enough is enough. I will allow you the opportunity to come back to God before the end of this broadcast. What is it that causes one to get to this point in life? The pain tolerance level. When you can associate enough pain to exceed your pain tolerance level with any experience, it will ignite the built-in system to aid you in the avoidance of that pain. The cause of the pain or the pressure is recorded in your belief system to enable us to make more intelligent decisions toward or against the cause of the future. A commitment to change requires more than the exposure to information and logical reasons to change. We are designed to move away from pain towards pleasure. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you through your Holy Spirit that we can experience positive change in our lives. Help us to accept your change in our lives readily. Some of us are in, the, in, in so much pain that we need you as soon as possible, dear God. Those that are listening, that are in need of change, that only you can provide. We believe you will perform a spectacular supernatural experience or a purposeful experience in their lives today that will, possibly, that will positively change them forever. We pray as they repent, like the prodigal son, that you are eagerly welcome, that you will eagerly welcome them back into your family. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Email Johnson Connection Catering for your next event at itsabouthimministries at gmail.com. And remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus. It's about